All right, here we go. 25 hours away from decision day. Zadavian Sims, number one overall player in the state of Oklahoma, depending on which recruiting rankings uh, you look at. But Zadavian Sims, the moment is tomorrow, 345 in Mead, Oklahoma. C4 uh, down there in, uh, in Mead, Oklahoma. It f- sounds like the OU side is very confident. Sounds like the Oregon side might be very confident. Parker, where does this rank in terms of um, uh, going into decision day and really kind of no one knows what to expect? Now, I, I was actually having this conversation with a buddy via text just a few minutes ago, but I can think of two instances in my career where I've had my heels dug in this deep. <laughs> and the DJ Hicks thing, I would not categorize amongst those because every like everybody was wrong on that. The entire recruiting industry misfired on the DJ Hicks prognostications for obvious reasons, right? But I can think of two times in my career that I've truly had my heels dug in on something all the way down to the wire, despite all the noise elsewhere. The first was Brent Venables as your next Oklahoma head football coach. The second was Peyton Moen to Oklahoma. So both yeah. those ones worked out for me. The history I, is there, I'm guys. Hoping tomorrow, I'm hoping tomorrow's more of the same because it's going to be a miserable day on the message boards. It's going to be a miserable day on the text line on Monday if Oklahoma does not get a commitment from Zadavian yeah. and, and he, and he, even if you do get him tomorrow, he's not going to be the best defensive lineman you get. Parker, he may not be in the top three defensive lineman that you get, but he's the number one player in the state of Oklahoma. OU fans are ready to see the staff start to close a little bit better on defensive linemen. All of those things I understand. It does not matter if he's your highest-ranked defensive lineman or not. This is one that fans are evaluating and say, come on, guys, you you, you got to get this kid. And, and, and I agree, and, and we'll see if that happens in uh, 25 hours. There, there was a development today, real quick, that I am interested in okay. from Zadavian Sims. We know OU's policy with – other official visits while you're committed. And then Zadavian Sims tweets out a visit to Michigan State June 2nd through 4th. Is that a clue or any indication as to what the decision might be tomorrow? If he's tweeting out today, this morning, that he's taken an official to East Lansing, or is this just further uh, evidence of him trying to you know, build up the suspense yeah, for tomorrow. I'm glad you brought this up, actually, because this presents a very interesting point that I would like to make. Obviously, Sims has been playing up the Oregon buzz all week via his social media activity. He has publicly announced an official visit to Vanderbilt with a graphic. He has publicly announced an official visit to Michigan State with a graphic. He has announced via an interview that he's doing an official visit with TCU, and he retweeted a TCU-themed tweet this morning from none other than Caden Durham. So he has played up the buzz for four of the five schools here, Tyler. Which one has he said not a word about? Uh, Well, I guess the the University of Oklahoma is uh, the one that he hasn't said a word about. Did I get that one right? Did I get it correct? So either that says nothing or that says everything. Maybe he is just trying to build up the suspense, but when he releases the graphic today about the official visit, it's a uh, rut-row. Okay, this is this is quite fascinating when it's pretty clear that I think everyone knows what OU's visit policy is. So, yeah, th- this ranks pretty high in terms of decision, like going into decision day where um, you, you might feel confident on one side, but there's 
man, multiple sides may feel good about this thing. It is shrouded in a layer of mystery. No question about that. Nobody is 100% certain what they're going to get when we all show up to Durant tomorrow. Durant, sorry, for Zadavian Sims' commitment announcement. Now, two things I want to bring up here. If you're not already a VIP on OUinsider.com, I would recommend joining for a variety of reasons, one of which is that if you are subscribed to the Rivals Network, you can enter your own predictions. I've seen those. You can enter your own forecasts. OU's leading the way on the fan cast, huh? Yeah, so hey, you think you know these recruitments better than we do? You think you're better at reading the tea leaves better than we do? It's just fun to watch people... Uh, get on board, and you can you can track your progress. Uh, you have you can set up your own profile and track your predictions over the weeks and months and years. But uh, it's a fun little feature that is exclusive to that site. You, as a member of the greater populace, as a commoner, as a plebe, as it were, hmm. has the capacity. You have the capacity to enter a forecast. So. Yet another perk of joining the Rivals Network. Also, if you're on the the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, almost misfired on that you one. You almost, almost did. I, I thought for a split. On, on the Knippelmeyer text line, let me know where I should go to lunch today because I have barely eaten today. I started driving at 6.15 in the morning, and I'm really feeling some Mo Bettas right now. But I'm open to suggestions well, otherwise. you just kind of so. led everyone as to what – I mean, I, it feels like your hey, decision's listen. already been made. Well, no, I'm just – I'm being open and honest here and disclosing that Mo Bettas is currently the leader. I am uh, – I'm a, I'm a little little proud of you that you didn't settle for Uber Eats because, you know, a $10 meal ends up being about $95 once you try to get with Uber Eats you, here at the station. My, it's crazy. Oh, my gosh, man. My fiancé is always trying to – order stuff on uber eats no no to, just get out to yourself. slap the phone out of her hand absolutely not it, it, it arrives She's, cold sometimes the order might be wrong you have to pay three times what it actually cost i i am not an uber eats i'm i don't i don't do it i don't know and my fiance always goes but they're giving me 15 dollars off no that's because they're charging <laughs> Still you 20 dollars more 15 yeah exactly exactly also hey if people want to uh fire off their crystal ball uh, future cast selections on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line for Zadavian Sims, by all means. Uh, e- everyone will have receipts uh, receipts on this Friday for what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? So how about that? E- everyone can log in their future cast crystal ball prediction on the text line as well. From the 405, oh, Grill Boy just walked in. Travis Davidson is here. Uh, so from the 405... Via the text line. So I'm on the same page with Parker. Hit or miss with Sedavian Sims. I'm getting a double dip waffle cone. Thought about it. I'm going to do this with every new commitment. Nice. There you go. If Sedavian Sims. It's a good way to go about it. If Sedavian Sims is a Sooner tomorrow, you will see me tweet a photo. Sunglasses on. Arm hanging out the car window. Ice cream cone in hand. You know what I'm going to tweet out if Sedavian Sims picks OU tomorrow? What's that? Uh, well, it's going to come via the ref page. Company man over here. Uh, the tweet will read, guys who can recruit, and then there will be a photo of uh, Todd Bates attached to it at the bottom. Kind of our uh, tradition once a uh, commit uh-huh. happens. And, I, and uh, reading the replies and the comments on that is going to be amazing. But again, 6'4", 285, Zadavian Sims, 2024, four-star defensive line. R- real quick, before we get to the crystal balls and prediction side of things, I laughed a little bit today because I was going through the lead recruiter for Zadavian Sims um, out of the final five schools. Obviously, Todd Bates for OU, Jamarcus McFarland, former Sooner for TCU, and then I totally forgot about this guy. 
I totally forgot that this guy used to be at OU. Dyron Reynolds at Michigan State is apparently the lead recruiter for uh, Zadavian Sims up there in East Lansing. You remember Dyron Reynolds? No, that was I, a defensive line coach at OU for like two years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did I'd not forgotten about that. him too. I saw the name. I'm like, he he used to be here. I'm 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 sure of it. So you've got um like two different guys with OU connections recruiting against OU for a uh, for the number one player in the state of Oklahoma, which is interesting. Dyron Reynolds, I would never have remembered that he was on staff for one season. It was one season. Was it just one? The 2015 season, he was defensive line coach at Oklahoma. One year. I think he went to Stanford after that year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's it was uh it was it was wild that that popped up today. From the 405, tell Parker he needs a few more cheeseburgers before he starts insulting us, calling us all commoners. LOL. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that as an insult. I do enjoy a good cheeseburger every now and then, but I'm not trying to go Lane Johnson on y'all either. Jim in Arlington. Tyler, I done dropped my balls. Well, who did you pick, Jim? I, I don't see who you've uh, selected. Or did you did you pick uh, Zadavian Sims to OU? Send us the screenshot, Jim. LaDon- What's your future cast? LaDonna from Lubbock. Sims to OU. Mobetas is my son's fave. Lots of food for not a lot of money. I've, I'm feeling hazed by being called a plebe by Parker. So, okay, I'm sorry. You know, you're gonna have to retract a lot of things yeah, you've yes, already said I'm this sorry first if, segment. I'm sorry if that came with a negative connotation. I didn't intend it that way, people. Um, from the 918, last Fourth of July, my sister thought it would be hilarious to put a smoke bomb in my chair right as I sat down. Needless to say, I've literally had smoke blown up my rear end, and I absolutely hate it. Zadavian Sims, please just pick a school. <laughs> Yeah, a lot that's, of that's an going anecdote on. for you. It's it's pretty fantastic. It's uh, the front runner for text of the day so far. All right, can, can we just establish this because the last time OU had a um, a commitment day against Oregon, a, a surprising thing happened. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't like well, first off, OU didn't even have a hat on the table. No, they had a hat under the table. It was Notre Dame and Oregon, and the pick wasn't Notre Dame, who he'd been committed to forever. The pick was Oregon. So I just have to make sure here. There are no, like, there, there's no massive surprise that's going to happen tomorrow, right? Like, there's going to be five hats on the table, seemingly. He has a final five. But is it really between OU and Oregon? Or are we at least setting aside a certain small percentage that something crazy happens and he says, yep, it, it was Michigan State all along, guys. Oh, God. Dyron Reynolds, here I come. I'm or just, Van- I'm, what, what, or if he's, what if he goes to Vandy? <laughs> I'm just making sure that we really feel like it's OU Oregon going yes. into tomorrow. Yes, that is strongly the feel. Also, it, it didn't occur to me till now, but you know what we don't talk about with regard to the Peyton Bowen recruitment? I have I don't know that I have ever seen another kid hold a commitment ceremony while he was still committed to another school. Like there was there was not a decommitment that preceded that. Peyton Bowen was still in the public eye committed to the University of Notre Dame. And he was holding a commitment ceremony. That's a good point, yeah. We, we, well, because we, we never took his commitment seriously for like the final, what, five months of it or so? No, it was longer you know? than that. Nine months, <laughs> ten months. Uh, Brian in Tulsa, I believe Sims goes to OU. Happy birthday, Brian. Brian, maybe that'll be your birthday gift is that Avian Sims will pick, uh, will pick OU this weekend. Uh, Brandon Drum, your, uh, your, your guy over there at uh, OUinsider.com. He sounded very confident last hour. He's like, I'm not changing anything. I'm, I'm sticking with uh, OU. What I'm hearing um, is that the OU staff is being told all the right things a day or 24 hours out from this commitment. So, Brandon's sticking with OU. It sounds like you're sticking with OU, and the text line's sticking with OU. 
even amidst all the drama. Somebody on the text line said, I hope Parker isn't chowing down on a crow burger tomorrow instead of a waffle cone. You and me both. Somebody asked, where is Sim's girlfriend going to college? No kidding, right? Another says, I am recruiting Doomer 1000. I'm here to F stuff up. Let's fire Todd Bates, please. Thank you, uh, Sander from OKC, uh, for uh, <laughs> sounding off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. No, nope, big decision. Five crystal balls in via 24-7 sports, four of those to Oregon, one to Michigan State. However, on Rivals, there's, what, two official future cast. One from you, one from Brandon Drum, and both of those are to Oklahoma. So yes. depending on the service that you look at, one school has a commanding lead over the other. That's that's kind of where we're at. I believe Brandon and I at this point are the only ones in the industry with Oklahoma predictions wow. in for Sedavian Sims. about that? So we're either going to be the fools or we're going to be the geniuses. Uh, 580 Sims to Oregon because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> defensive line recruitment, ladies and gentlemen. And, hey, speaking of defensive line recruitment, Zadavian Sims is not the only D-line that we're going to – actually, a lot of our recruiting discussions today will be centered around defensive linemen. What David Stone said last night about what the word commitment means to him. Danny Okoye is in Norman right now. You talked to Williams Winery last night. So, yeah, a ton of defensive line recruitment coming your way today on Locked In. Uh, for you softball fans, Clemson who OU could meet in the Super Regional. They're on right now. No score in the bottom of the first inning out there in Clemson, South Carolina. We'll keep you updated on that and a whole lot going on throughout the day. Keep it locked right here on The Ref for the Homeless Suter fans. Oh, no, what happened? Nothing happened. Did something just... happen? No, nothing happened. I feel happened. like you don't play this song unless something happened. I just, I, it's, in, it's more so in anticipation of what's going to happen. Oh, great, yeah. Or what's already Send happening, Send us into I the suppose. weekend with some good vibes. Appreciate that, dude. Listen, there, there are no good vibes going into the weekend. Trust like nobody, nobody actually feels positively about what's going down tomorrow, regardless of what the decision will be, and I think it's going to be Oklahoma. It's hard not to have a pit in your stomach walking into tomorrow, right? Maybe he's trying to create so much drama that all of you are going to get there tomorrow in uh, Mead, Oklahoma, and he's going to be like, hey – I'm just here to announce that I'm going to announce three weeks from today. See you all in three weeks. Maybe t maybe tomorrow, Parker, is just an announcement of a future announcement he's going to make, and there's not actually going to be an announcement tomorrow. Yeah, let's not do Everything's that. on the table. Just saying. Uh, Ref Army listening nationwide today. Kent Washington is tuned in. That's my middle name, by the way. Nice. Not Washington. Kent. Okay. Hamlet, North Carolina. Crockett, Texas. Fairfield, Iowa. Athens, Georgia. Miami, Florida. Clarksville, Arkansas, small town of the day is Meet Oklahoma because oh, I'm again. trying to flip <laughs> the good vibes back around after you're trying to ruin them. Text line did say, can we have Manford, Oklahoma as a small town of the day? Maybe on Monday, all right? How about that? Uh, Manford can be our uh, small town of the day on Monday. That's brought to you by K&N Furniture Consignment with locations in OKC and in Norman on Main Street. Much more than furniture consignment, K&N is a full design center and will beat any local competitor's price on fabrics. Before we get into Danny Okoye and David Stone, I got a uh, unique opportunity last night. Oh, yeah? I hosted a trivia night with the Norman uh, Chamber of Commerce, Sooners, Suds, and Grub. And at that trivia night, Parker, two current OU football players joined. Okay, nice. From the uh, Crimson and Cream uh, NIL. Gavin Freeman was there, and Trace Ford was there. 
So in between categories, I got to interview both Gavin Freeman and Trace Ford for about, uh, I don't know, eight to ten minutes a piece or so, give or take. And I asked Gavin about, you know, decommitting from Tech and, you know, why he accepted the PWO from OU and all that. Anyway, like, just to get to the point, I asked them, I think, both about the offense. And they, now, they both had very positive things to say about Dylan Gabriel. I just want to put that out there. Gavin Freeman said, man, he approaches every single day like a pro. Like, both of those guys really like Dylan Gabriel. But, man, then they would say, but that Jackson Arnold, man, he's a dude. He's a dog, man. Needless to say, the sophomore wide receiver and the defensive end who's been around the block a few times in college football, they had, um, dare I say, glowing things to say about five-star freshman quarterback Jackson Arnold, which is not that surprising. No. But it hit a little bit different when you heard them and just kind of saw how their face lit up saying, ooh, Jackson Arnold. Yeah, he's uh, he's real good. And everyone that was there last night, I think, noticed like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah they think Jackson Arnold's going to be really good. Yeah. No, the, the future is bright when you're looking at 2023, but 2024 rolls around. First year in the SEC, Jackson Arnold at the helm. It's going to be fun. So, By the way. This is your friendly reminder that at one point in his recruitment, Gavin Freeman was committed to Air Force. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine what kind of havoc Gavin Freeman would have wreaked in the Mountain West? A lot of end uh, rounds from the Air Force offense, you know? I don't, I don't know how many 1,000-yard receivers Air Force has had in its program history, but maybe Gavin Freeman would have been one of those players for Air Force. By the way, let's check in on the text line with Sam and Edmund, who texted okay. in earlier to let us know that he is a fellow Durant Lion. Class 95. He said, I have really close friends who have kids that train with Zadavian Sims at C4 and play football with him, and they all feel he's all OU and has been for some time. That text was about two hours ago. Exactly two hours later, Sam texted in again and said, hearing from more of my people down in Durant, and I'm more convinced it's Oklahoma than I have been for his entire recruitment. Hey. Hope they're all right on this one. I asked him to hide him out and take his phone until commitment time like Barry Switzer would have back in the Is day. Is this a hashtag Sam bomb coming in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line? Sam's kind of our recruiting insider to this Zadavian Sims recruitment. I, I don't hate this. I got to meet Sam uh, before the spring game. Very nice guy. I did not know that he was going to offer us hour-by-hour updates on Zadavian Sims committing in 25 hours. Thank you very much, Sam. I appreciate that. Sooner Steve asks, is John Garcia Jr. like the Wilt Fong for rivals? Yes, basically. And John Garcia Jr. did drop a crystal he ball. Pre- or not, future cast. Dang it, I'm still getting used to the transition. Uh, he dropped a future cast earlier today for David Stone. Yeah, he did. Can, can we get back to that um, in just a second? Because Danny Okoye, uh, maybe the number two player in the state, is on campus today at OU and I'm sure you saw the same tweet thread last night. Your boy Brandon Drum tweeted something out about a Koye, and then an OU fan in the comments says, "Brandon, is there really is there really any chance for Oklahoma though?" And Danny Okoye himself responded, "Yes." <laughs> so I, I I know a lot of OU football recruiting fans saw that last night. I saw that last night, and it was okay. Um, all right, because we said as recently as yesterday, or at least I did. All right, Danny Okoye's making a visit. We'll see how the visit goes, and then we'll follow up in a few days. But if he's going to respond out there publicly and say yes, I don't think it all of a sudden makes OU the leader, but it, it almost feels like things are more interesting uh, yeah. than they have been maybe in this entire process. This has this been point. truly bizarre, man, to see this thing completely turn on its head in the span of several days. Because 
I remember getting asked another Danny Okoye question not more than two weeks ago and just having to go, okay, please leave it alone. The kid is not coming to Oklahoma. There is zero chance. And he hadn't even responded to Oklahoma in months, Tyler. Left him on red. And then, and then boom, all of a sudden. He said, you up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it amounts to, man. Danny Okoye sent the you up text, <laughs> and Oklahoma said, come on down. So here we are, man. I like This is as wild of a twist in OU's favor as I have seen in the on the recruiting trail in quite some time because, honestly, the, the Peyton Bowen stuff was only weird in how it went down. Kind of felt like he was always going to choose Oklahoma in the end. I guess the thing that I could kind of liken it to from last cycle is Colton Vosick. And obviously that didn't last, but I just remember the day that Colton Vossett committed to Oklahoma, just the mind-numbing surreality of it all, where even people within the program were like, how the hell did we just pull that off? Yeah. So yeah. it's obviously a little bit different, and there's some nuance involved here that wasn't necessarily present with the Vossick deal, but... Yeah, this is why to see, to It'd be a see big Oklahoma win. surging for Danny Okoye the way that they are. Because me- measurable wise, he's he's what he's what you're looking for. Yeah, for sure. Sark's vodka says, "I'll bet Parker forty seven dollars that the defensive line commits in this class are Stone, McKinley, Smith, Joey, Big Fish, and Danny Okoye." So that does not include Zadavian Sims and Will Nuineri. Sark's vodka, you're on. Consider it I done. love that our money bets on this show are just totally random. Didn't you and I make like an $18 bet? It was a $14 bet. 14 I don't even remember what the what was the bet. You said Arch Manning starts a game for Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Quinn Ewers is the third best quarterback in college football, according to CBS. I don't uh my, my odds aren't looking good if the national narrative is right on uh on Quinn Ewers. Luckily for me, I don't think it is. By the way, uh just keeping up with softball. I was looking down to read something on Danny Okoye. I looked up, and Clemson's up 7 nothing in the uh, first inning. So, uh, yeah. By the way, do you say Clemson with a P or Clemson with a Z? I say Clemson with a Z. Yeah. Always have. Um, from the 918, do we really want Sims? He's not a three-star. It's true. 24-7 might knock him down to a three-star if he uh, commits to OU tomorrow. Somebody on the text line said, please let Teddy know that Ole Miss just pulled their pitcher against Baylor after her 69th pitch. We won't talk to Teddy for another week and a half, so I'll have to uh, I'll have to store that a one. A week and a half? What is he doing with his life? He's going uh, – well, he's off today. He's on vacation all next week, and then I'm, we're off for Memorial Day uh, the Monday after that. Oh, that's true, isn't it? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Teddy is not going to Disney World again. Teddy didn't know where he's going. Like he's going. He's on vacation, but as of yesterday, he didn't know where he was going. So Fort Gibson, which is the most typical Teddy thing of all time. And in, in reality, he's probably not going to end up going anywhere on, during his vacation. This has already happened once this year, and now it's going to happen <laughs> twice. Oh man! For the nine one eight, yesterday may be the first time in K Ref history that Tyler worked part time instead of Teddy. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I did host a trivia night after, and it was awesome. Thank you to the Norman Chamber uh, for allowing me to host that. It was it was a lot of fun, but I still was doing something after that. Parker, is OU slipping for Wesco? Ask a texture in the 405. I saw Fong saying basically that he's been to OU a ton, and they are working on setting up an OV. Almost seems like OU may get last visits. Yes, that is what I expect. Bryant Wesco is not going to OV to Oklahoma in June it is overwhelmingly likely a virtual certainty that he will 
OV later on in the process, and I still expect Oklahoma to get his commitment here. I think it's weird, though, Tyler, the the selective outrage amongst the fans that Bryant Wesco isn't OVing to Oklahoma in June, especially when the guy's been to campus a zillion times. Because you know who they don't seem to be worried about right now is a guy that's doing the exact same thing in Casey Poe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was that the same thing for Williams Winery last night? What did uh, did he tell you? June 9th is when he's going to make his visit, which is not the barbecue weekend. I thought Brandon had a Brandon Drum had a very good explanation, or just kind of a you know maybe like the positive side, the reasoning for that, and it makes a lot of sense. Is you know they've already got a ton of elite prospects coming in for the barbecue. Well, maybe with a guy like Williams Winery, who could end up being the highest ranked player in your class. Could it be could it be a good thing? Could it be a better thing if you bring him in in a weekend where there's not as many prospects, you're not spread so thin, and you can put all of your resources and attention on what might be the number one defensive lineman in this class? So I, I guess I'm just not looking at any of these visits and freaking out on the timeline of them. No, I'm not either. And, you know, we were having a conversation on the message boards after I reported the Nguyenary stuff last night. And here's one of the things that I pointed out. And on the one hand, you can look at it and say that, okay, Tennessee beat out OU to get him to Norman on the 16th. That's not entirely true. The OU staff got to a point where – now, the kid was having a hard time making up his mind, and they realized, okay, well, we got the relational edge anyway. Let's just have him in on the ninth, and let's be able to spend some more time with him. This is one of the things I point out. I'll read this verbatim. This is uh, an observation that I made on the Nuaneri thread earlier today. For those that are uneasy about Nuaneri not visiting for the barbecue, I get it. But keep in mind what I've said from the get-go about this kid. Relationships are likely to win the battle in the long run. Consider how successful the Sooners were last year with the non-barbecue official visitors in June. The staff got to spend extra time and focus on cultivating relationships with Lewis Carter and Colton Vosick. That paid off. Cade McIntyre's family wanted him to visit Tennessee before his decision, but... He felt enough of a connection with Finley and the rest of the staff that he shut things down immediately. Caleb Hicks was committed before he left Norman and had the Sooners elected to take Malachi Coleman. He'd have cited his June 10th visit, though it wasn't unofficial, as a turning point. This staff is good at making kids feel valued. They can do that all the more effectively when they can really hone in on a select few guys, especially the ones that themselves are driven by relationships. And only 10 of the 26 commits last year took their officials at the barbecue. That weekend is big. And it's impactful, but it's not June 16th or bust. Yeah. Uh, by the way, breaking news that just scrolled across ESPN. Uh, NFL legend Jim Brown just passed away at the age of 87 years old. No, oh, no. Yeah, that's that's sad. Uh, Baylor softball just lost on – that's on the text line from the 918. Hey, that's appreciated, guys. If you guys can, uh, throughout the entirety of the day, like uh, update the scores via the text line, that would be very much appreciated as it's hard to keep up with everything going on. But, yeah, Baylor lost to Ole Miss today 2 to nothing. So we'll keep you updated on all the uh, college uh, softball going on as it's day one of the NCAA regionals. David Stone, he had a note last night on what commitment means to him. There's a new prediction in for him to Oklahoma. We'll talk about it coming up next right here on The Ref for the Homeless Sooner fans. Locked in with McComas and Thune. Live on the ref for the homeless Sooner fans inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. David Stone, five-star defensive lineman, tweeted this out last night. 
Commitment is a powerful word. This was my response to someone asking me when I'll commit. This is my honest answer. I don't have a date in mind, but I know in my heart when the time is right, my decision will be the right one. And here was his quote. That was the goal. Man, there are so many great schools. I feel like I just want to make the right choice, you know. Everyone has been rushing their commitment, and then they flip somewhere else. I don't want to be that guy. So I feel like once I find the right place for me, I'm locked in. I'm ready to build a recruiting class. I don't want to be one of the guys that commits and then goes back on their word. In quotes. What did you take out of that last night from, uh, from David Stone? Cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. I mean, not ready to commit anytime soon is what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you can take away from that. Like it's on track with what he said before, right? When I I think it was around the DJ Hicks commitment where he basically said a lot of the same stuff, regurgitated a lot of the same talking points with regard to commitment. Now, it does kind of keep things cloudy as to the David Stone timeline, right? Because Nobody nobody was sure before those comments when he was going to commit. That's him just kind of confirming, yeah, you know what? When it happens, it happens, and you can't really put a timestamp or a countdown clock on it. So does it tell me much that I didn't already know? No, not really. But I think it does emphasize that if it is Oklahoma for David Stone in the end, like what what I take away more so than anything else from those comments is, okay, if it's Oklahoma, once he's locked in, you don't got to worry about it. You don't yeah. got to sweat things out. According to according to that comment, yes. Um, and there is a new prediction in for him. What's, what's the guy on Rivals? What, what's his John name? John Garcia. Yeah, John Garcia. And I read his reasoning as to why he put in a future cast for OU, and I found that interesting. He says, we'll make the safe pick here and future cast David Stone to Oklahoma. Now, it would make sense as to why OU would be the safe pick for him. He's got the Oklahoma ties. A lot people still feel like OU's the leader there, all that. But OU is, I guess, viewed as, as, the, as the safe pick here when it comes to David Stone's commitment, which I would say is probably not a bad place to be in at, at this given time. The safe, the safe prediction the favorite, however you want to say it. But there's another prediction in for David Stone. I mean, the safe prediction is oftentimes the correct prediction, isn't it? What was the safe prediction for DJ Hicks, Tyler? Uh, God, I don't, I don't even want to relive that and try to go well, back like, and if think you, about what, what that was. If you were throwing darts in May, what was the safe pick for DJ Hicks? It was Texas A&M. And so even as wayward as some of these five-star recruitments can be, Generally, the safe pick will oftentimes win out. P.J. Atabare, same deal, right? And so right now Oklahoma is regarded as the safe pick for, I would say, three guys that occupy five-star territory in Bryant Wesco, Will Nguyenary, and David Stone. Now, all for different reasons, but Oklahoma is the safe pick, and that's why you see multiple expert predictions across numerous sites right now for all of those three in favor of Oklahoma. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Sander from OKC. I've missed a lot. You still still think Sims is OU. I feel like most people in the states think that it's um, OU for Sims. But if you pulled the 49 other states, it almost feels like the response in every other state would be uh, Oregon at this point. So, inside the state, there's confidence for OU. 
Oregon, West Coast, and those Michigan State insiders. Who You know what I think's going on here with these Michigan State insiders? I mean, I'll tell you what's going on. I think on. they're piggybacking off of... Um, off of uh, Fong's commitment here. And and maybe Fong's right about it tomorrow. We'll see. But I have a feeling that these Michigan State guys are, oh, we had a Michigan State prediction in. Fong's going Oregon. We're going to change our crystal ball to Oregon, too. That's that's what I feel like is going on here. Uh, yes, Tyler. All of what you just said is 100% accurate. feel very good about that one. Michigan. I, I promise you there is no new intel on the Michigan State front because Zadavian Sims and Michigan State haven't been a real thing in months. Believe what you will about him taking an official visit there the weekend of June 2nd through the 4th. But you, if you were listening at the beginning of the show, you know my rationale as to why he posted a Michigan State official visit. You know my rationale as to why he posted a Vandy official visit and why he continues to blow smoke for TCU as well. So l- let's, let's combine the two names that we've talked about this segment because I've seen this text a lot this week. Well, guys, if they don't get... Zadavian Sims, does that hurt OU's chances for David Stone? Hey guys, if they do get Zadavian Sims, does that help OU's chances for David Stone? I just don't think overwhelmingly one way or the other it's going to have that huge of a that huge of a difference. No. It will not. I mean, it can create some positive momentum for OU on the recruiting trail, there's no doubt, but is David Stone going to commit earlier or decide earlier because Zadavian Sims commits? I just don't I don't think that those two recruitments are necessarily linked. Now, Michael Patterson McDonald from Westmore, that could potentially have an impact on David Stone, sure. But Zadavian Sims, I don't know if there is a player in this class that it really matters one way or the other of where he commits and if that hurts or helps OU in their recruitment. So I, I, I just think that this is a decision tomorrow that kind of stands all on its own. Can create some positive momentum, but will it kill you with some other uh, commits? I don't, I'm not necessarily ready to go it's there. It's going to be a pretty negligible effect. Elite guys... Generally, if there, if there is an effect, it's a positive one because elite guys want to play with other elite guys. If a kid's scared of competition, that's probably not a kid you want in your locker room anyway, Tyler. Uh, let's check in again with Sam and Edmund oh. on the text oh, line. Yeah. Two he, updates he this of the Durant connections. I honestly think everybody's putting in the balls for Oregon because he's announcing visit dates and they know Brent's policy. I'm convinced it's a giant smoke screen. I love it. Conspiracy theories are running rampant right now. Uh, 24 and a half hours out from the decision date, which is going to be, I guess it's technically like 25 hours, 345 tomorrow for uh, Zadavian Sims. Uh, someone from the 918 says, my sources still say Vandy. If it's Vandy, um, have two waffle cones tomorrow if it's Vandy. I'll have two waffle cones and that person can have my job because whatever sources they have are spot on when nobody else in the universe is expecting Vandy to be the pick tomorrow. Uh, it looks like Nebraska is maybe about to get their quarterback in 2024, Daniel Kalen. He is a Mizzou decommits. They are going uh, all in on Daniel Kalen and try to get a 2024 quarterback after they struck out on Monday. I'll be honest, I didn't think that was going to happen because Kalen grew up a Nebraska fan, family went to Nebraska, Nebraska kind of dropped everything with him to go all in after Dylan Riola and obviously struck out. And I, I, so I've gotten to know Daniel pretty well over the years. I've uh, been covering him since he was a freshman in high school. And he was pretty locked in with Mizzou, man. And with the way that Nebraska handled his recruitment, I did not figure that 
they were going to circle back around and be able to flip the kid, but that's where everything points right now. Uh, two more texts. Rob from Glenpool says, putting my future cast in for Zadavian Sims to OU, we got to get an elite defensive lineman eventually. Yeah, the law of averages is what Rob's playing here with his future cast. Uh, my sources say it's Zadavian Sims to Ferris State. So we got Ferris State and Vanderbilt, his prediction so far uh, this segment. I mean, Ferris State does need a big-time linebacker after they lost a two-time All-American. I know Zadavian Sims doesn't play there, but... What do we knows? think? Zadavian Sims for Connor Neer? Worthwhile trade? Um, hmm. I would say I would rather have the interior defensive lineman, but apparently... I know it's Ferris State, but Brent kind of likes this uh, addition quite a bit, and this kid got a chance to get some real playing time this year. He sure looks like a grown man. Yeah, I graduated from Durant High School, and my Magic 8 ball says Sims is going to Michigan. So, all right, by the time we get out of here next segment, or by the time you get out of here next segment, I guess, we'll have uh, every single FBS uh, team covered uh, for predictions for Zadavian Sims. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. More coming up next right here on The Ref. Final segments. Locked in with McComas and Thune, live on the ref for the Homo Sooner fans. Real quick, Isaiah Mosey, you saw him last night. Looks like he ran, uh, what, like a 4-4-40 last night? You, did you see Will Nwaneri ran a 4-6-3, bro? No, I didn't see that. Nice. Yeah, that so I posted out. videos of both of them running the 40-yard dash. Nwaneri clocked a hand-timed 4-6-3. And if you watch the video... He covers it in like ten strides. It's like a it's like a bear running at you. Like oh that'll that'll be fun for yeah, SEC quarterbacks. Your, uh, see that guy offensive lineman right see there. See that guy bearing down on you. Uh, any, uh, Isaiah Mosey fat was he twenty twenty five correct? Yes, uh, Mosey. Winery obviously twenty twenty four. Anything else to note from the travels yesterday? Actually, I'm going to speak for you on this one. I'm going to answer the question that I just asked you. Okay. Because you asked Brandon Drum, who's OU's next commit. And he really couldn't come up with some. I mean, it, it it really signifies that it could be it could be a list of several different prospects as OU's next commit outside Zadavian Sims, of course, right? If that happens tomorrow, but you mentioned Caden Massey, and I think that you felt good about Caden Massey when you drove up to Kansas City yesterday. Dare I say, maybe you feel even better about OU and the timeline that he's on after yesterday, huh? I'm speaking for he you is, here. How he does that is, sound? He is deciding by the end of June. And he's got a top six, right? Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Michigan State, Ole Miss. He's at o or on the way to Ole Miss right now. That'll be his first ever visit there. He might OV there, might not. He is not going to OV to Michigan State. They are out of contention right now. He has four OV set, Kansas, Kansas State, Nebraska, and OU. That's an OU-Nebraska battle. And it's been that way for some time now, but – Heading into OV season, that's definitely what it's shaping up as. And the Sooners have the inside track in a big way. He's going to be on campus for the Champion Barbecue. And I I haven't put in a future cast just because there are so many offensive line targets right now that Oklahoma's in good standing with that it's really hard to project who ends up in the class because you can make an argument for Caden Massey, a strong one at that, Bennett Warren is official visiting on the 16th. Jason Zandamella, we've talked about him. He's coming on the 9th. Grant Bricks, one of my favorite guys in the whole class from the state of Iowa. He's coming to the barbecue. You've got Casey Poe at the end of July. 
And I know I'm forgetting at least a couple, but just off the top of my head, those are some of the numerous offensive linemen with whom Bill Biedenboe has made huge strides. So if you're figuring four in this class, I, I just don't know who those four are, which is why I've held off on predictions for anybody outside All right. of Isaiah Autry. Final predictions. You're sticking with Oklahoma. 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 Final prediction. Right. Ride or die. Jesse G says, I'm putting in my future ball for Sims to OU. Uh, let's see. Blacktop Billy says, Sims to Oklahoma. Jay from Medill says that Avian Sims shocks us all and stays home at Southeastern Oklahoma State University in Durant. Sims, the Savage Storm, someone else is saying. So you're telling me Sims is not going to the SCLSU Mud Dogs? Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? He may be more likely to go to SCLSU than he is to Southeastern Oklahoma State. Clemson rolling in the second inning, 9-1. to one. Uh, this one from the 405. Recruiting Doomers are going to be deep on Monday. Oh, and here's one text from the Recruiting Doomer to close out the show. About time you showed up to the show, Recruiting Doomer. I wonder what fifth-year senior transfer Bates gets since losing <laughs> all of these top flight guys. Uh, on brand right there, Recruiting Doomer. Oh, great, great, little, great little bow here from Shannon Newcastle. It's not about where Sims ends up. It's about the friends he made <laughs> along the way. Slippery Rock is making a late run. You guys are great. All right, let's continue it on with the rush for the next three hours. Keep it locked on the ref. We're the homeless Cedar fans.